This episode is brought to you by Roundtable Group, the experts on experts. We've been connecting attorneys with experts for over 25 years. Find out more at roundtablegroup.com. Thank you and welcome to Discussions at the Roundtable. I'm your host, Michelle Lux, and my guest today is Laura DiBella. She's the Deputy Secretary of Commerce at Enterprise Florida, whose focus is on public-private partnerships in Florida ports, economic development, and international trade. Laura, thank you for joining our show. Let's start a little bit about your background in ports and maritime supply chain and the economic development and how that led you to become an expert witness. It's great to be here. Um, appreciate the opportunity. Uh, it's been been kind of a blessing how I how I landed on the expert witness list, um, but I uh, I certainly appreciate it. Uh, I started off in commercial real estate. I was a real estate broker. I worked on behalf of uh, a significant uh, significant uh, the largest healthcare operator in the world, it was HCA Hospital Corporation of America. I was brokering real estate on their behalf through those uh efforts they were having me look for land all over the state uh in the you know for hospitals freestanding emergency rooms all sorts of things um i i was introduced to nassau county uh the northeasternmost county in the state um on the atlantic seaboard and uh, they were looking for an executive director for the their economic development board, um, and they actually recruited me to that position. And at first, I questioned it, and I was like, oh, "This is not really what I do." But they um, uh, they insisted that it was good for me, and they were right. So I I went ahead and I took it, and uh, and that was the beginning of a, a really interesting journey that's led up to today. So two and a half years into the five years that I was with Nassau County, I was basically voluntold to be port director uh, because the Port of Fernandina needed some help. The Port, port of Fernandina is located in Nassau County, but is a separate entity from Nassau County. Um, it's an independent special district of the state. So I got to learn a different type of state governance outside of county. Um, and I was wearing two hats for two and a half years. It was supposed to be a temporary thing and it turned into two and a half years. So two and a half years, I was doing two, two jobs and, uh, and really loved it. So, um, from there in 2019, late 2019, November, 2019, I was recruited to, from the Harbor Pilots, uh, to the Harbor Pilots, the Florida Harbor Pilots Association, um, they asked, they were looking for an executive director. They did not have one. This person was going to be in Tallahassee and going to represent them, not necessarily as a lobbyist per se, but, you know, really as kind of being the eyes and ears on the ground and, you know, one that's going to push, push policy and make sure that their name is always kind of out there, you know, a little bit different than, a, than, uh, lobby functions, but is similar to, but, and manage all, all of everything they need. Um, so they asked me to do it. Um, again, it was kind of something outside of my comfort zone. Um, but something that I, I thought was amazing and incredible opportunity, especially being the first executive director for the organization that was, you know, well over 150 years old at the time. So I took it. And uh, three months later, it was uh, the pandemic, the, right. the pandemic hit, the shutdown hit and every the world as we understood it on the shipping side and, and, and everywhere else collapsed so it uh it just it it was a really trying time for them it was a very trying time for a lot of people but especially for them um you know especially with just the unknowns that you know were were surrounding the 
and coronavirus and, you know, the infection rate and, you know, how they, they, they needed to do their jobs. They didn't have the, you know, ability or the privilege, um, or opportunity to stay home. Like they had to continue to move those ships. So we had to, and on top of it, they needed to continue to move ships with basically a, a, uh, half of their revenue source, you know, more than half and and sometimes almost 99% of their revenue source, depending on what pilot station we were talking about in the state, we have uh, 11 of them in the state of Florida, um, where their revenue was just completely cut off because of the cruise business um, that was uh, suspended for a very long time so anyways it it be turned into uh, i became the economic developer for the harbor pilots and that was you know basically what was keeping the state operating you know I, if i had to tell you that you know disaster loans were basically keeping this keeping things humming along i, I wouldn't be lying no that, that was the absolute truth so, so it was a, a very interesting time but thankfully the um background in economic development and understanding business resources and emergency, you know, disaster loans, because I've been few, a few, few through a few hurricanes in my life um, yes. in career, uh, certainly, certainly helped there. But um, so take that all uh, together. And that's where uh, that's where the expert witness uh, opportunities kind of kind of started to come come to me, because I guess um, I, I guess there's not a lot uh, not a lot of people that kind of have all these, you know, all these experiences under one belt. So, um, especially maritime, maritime is a, a really niche field, um, you know, with a, with, it's a small world, it's a big world, but a small world at the same time. So um, I'll never call myself an expert, but people seem to think I kind of know what I'm talking about in some ways. So, uh, so I'm happy to help. And that's, that's how I, I ended up here with the, um, with the group before I was appointed secretary. So um, I, I need to make that clear. I, I, I cannot do expert witness work uh, in my position now, but I, I was, I had the ability to do it before. Sure. So, that does yeah. make sense. Is it something where you would be like an um, in-house expert though, perhaps for any litigation that's sent your way? Oh, sure. I mean, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to say never, you know, I guess I, it's just a, uh, it, there's just a delicate balance as far as what I can handle um, now. So I, I currently am not um, active on any, on any cases uh, at the moment. Um, but that's not to say that I, I wouldn't, you know, take any on that, that certainly wouldn't have any conflicts with, uh, with any of the, my, my business in the state. So. Absolutely. Well, when you were, um, you know, really practicing as, as an expert witness, did you find that you had to balance your time and, and how did you organize yourself for those cases? Like what was some tips and tricks that you put forth to be at the top of your game as an expert witness? I am a voracious reader. Um, you know, the more, the more I got into, you know, the, the maritime world, the shipping world, and just all of the challenges around it. Um, you know, I was very well versed in all the trade, you know, the trade publications, uh, just learning all aspects of the supply chain, you know, trying to get, stay ahead of what was next, because there was like, you know, every, every time you turn around and just, we were waiting for the other shoe to drop, it seems, you know, for, for nearly three years, even now you can say it's still going on to, to this day. So, you know, there's just so many, you know, fits and starts and rapid shocks, you know, in different directions. So, um, 
trying to looking looking for lead indicators you know be it like across the pond you know whatever's happening in china you know wherever what's happening with rail strikes around the world and all sorts of other things so you know basically just being on top of inter the international news world was um uh, really helpful and you know it's, it's something i still do to this day you know it certainly helps me in my current role um but uh uh that allowed me to to provide some perspective you know to to the the team you know the legal team you know that that was looking for guidance you know and really was looking for the why so you can tell them you know this this is the way it is you know be an expert witness but i think it helps when you really add context as to the why, like this is the reasoning, you know, and, and bringing, you know, really educated. And I think that's the, that's the thing with the ex expert witness. You know, we're, we're educators, we're, we're, we're consultants. We're really, um, really there to, to explain a, a world that, that doesn't, that, that is, is, is completely foreign to somebody else. And, and it, you know, I'm talking about mar maritime is so foreign to so many people. So simplifying it into, you know, words that, you know, words that they understand. And that was kind of my job when I was working for the Harbor pilots, nobody knew what a Harbor pilot was. So I had to, and the Harbor pilots themselves will be the first to tell you that they're not that great in explaining what they do you know as far as putting it all together sometimes so it, it's it's really you know put taking picking things apart and, and and conveying them in a way that 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 people will understand sure have you worked on international cases you talked about you read up on it have you ever been an expert um for an international matter yes Yes, actually, that most of uh, most of what I was working on would be considered international. Yeah, sure. And did you find that there was different parameters around that that you would find in the U U.S. courts instead? Um, did anything uh, surprise as far as like not knowing what you were walking into and having to be educated? No. On it? No, not necessarily, because when, when you're dealing with maritime, you are dealing with international law. So it's kind of a, um, that's the space that you, you kind of run in. I mean, it's a, that's the weird complexity of maritime, which is, which is why your pool of experts, you know, is very narrow because maritime um, covers uh, international state Na you know national you know there's there's it's very layered um and very nuanced and it's very old and it hasn't changed in hundreds of years um so there's uh there's a lot of complexity around um international maritime law sure. um so and i again by no means you know know everything but you know no no enough to be dangerous to say well this 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 is not you know this should be a state matter. This is an international matter. So because of where, where certain things take place. Interesting. How about, can you share a story of maybe one of the cases you're on as an expert witness that was the most interesting or something that was a learning moment for you? Uh, I am on one case, which I think is, is on pause right now um, as they're working through some things that really taught me about uh, it had to do with a Caribbean nation um and uh 
and some port activity uh, in that nation. I can't can't say too much about it, but um, but it it forced me to to <laughs> to basically become a rapid expert in all Caribbean nations, Caribbean island nations, and um, transshipment activity surrounding those nations. So what what appeared to be on the surface a, a very isolated um, you know activity, you know research type of application turned into a very, very big um, uh, uh, discussion um, because there was there's no way to, explain the potential of what's happening in one one area without pointing to what was going on somewhere else and saying this is this is what you can expect here if you know if x y and z happens so um by giving comparisons you know because the the argument was over the potential of of what was going on there it was not the realization of what was there it was kind of um somewhat what was already there but but also what could be there Uh so that that was where the education really had to come in you know saying well you know ports ports aren't just looked at as you know a a a property that's bound you know next to the water you know ports can be pretty much anywhere so there's inland ports there's you know functions of ports that generate revenue that aren't necessarily on the waterfront so it's it was really a very complex case extremely and then how about any last thoughts about being an expert witness that you can share with our listeners um, about either how to be successful or things that you learned along the way? Well, I mean, I, I would, you know, if, if anybody gets the opportunity to be an expert witness, I, I I would hope that they would take it because it really, number one, it, it, it's, it's fun. I, I, I really loved doing it. You know, I, I worked on the weekend. How do I balance my time? I just, I just did it whenever I could. So when you were asking before, um, it really broadens your horizons. It, it, uh, really expands, you know, your knowledge. You don't realize how much, you know, until you have to educate someone else, um, on, on that topic. Um, and then it, it it opened up a whole new world for me as far as you know what I what I could offer and taking taking my current role into account you know basically I feel like I'm I'm kind of the expert witness now into state government so mm-hmm. it's, you're 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 I've taken that and taken that confidence that I gained by you know working on these you know incredible cases which I, I feel really lucky to be to participate in um and and parlaying that you know that knowledge and and know-how to to you know some some pretty key people now um so it's a it's a very it was a wonderful experience and and it comes back to you in many different ways um you know as you continue on your your career journey um, doing doing what you do already outside of the expert witness work so I like it I like it a lot I had a great relationship with you know the legal team so I uh, I just think it, it just opens up a lot of opportunities and doors absolutely well thank you Laura for your time I appreciate you coming on yeah thank you thank you very much thank you for listening to our podcast discussions at roundtable 
Our show notes are available on our website, roundtablegroup.com. Subscribe today on Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening apps. 